Welcome to Digital First Leadership, the podcast that focuses on helping leaders and teams understand how to master the language of social media in today's digital first world. Hi, I'm Richard Bliss. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Digital First Leadership Podcast. I'm the co-host and I'm joined today by my co-host, Leah Bliss. Leah, thanks for joining me. Of course. Happy to be here. You're the host. I'm the co-host. Oh, is that how it works? Okay. Well, and for those who are wondering, yes, the last name was the same. Leah and I have worked together for many years. Since birth, feels like. It has been since birth. Uh, Leah is our Director of uh, Sales Enablement and Executive uh, Engagement, as well as our lead trainer here at Bliss Point, has been with the company now approaching three years, and is uh, my oldest daughter of the five daughters. So yeah, we we always have to kind of explain that because it's been a little awkward. Some people are wondering about the relationship. Sometimes people wonder. Sometimes people wonder. You know, one of the things that we've been doing uh, a lot is that you and I spend a lot of time in front of a lot of companies talking about LinkedIn, the LinkedIn algorithm, and mm-hmm. what's going on there, right? We're seeing all kinds of uh, engagement. I know that you work with a lot of different organizations as well, uh, helping them understand it. When you get in front of an audience and start talking about it, and one that was just recently in Salt Lake City at the uh, National Speakers Association's yep. uh, West, what was that? that Mountain was West that? chapter. Yeah, when you were presenting to them, what kind of elements come out of that conversation? What do they find most fascinating about that? Well, with every audience that we get in front of, the big pull is understanding the algorithm. And it was so interesting. The other day we were explaining it to someone and they suggested, oh, you know, you figured out how to hack the system. You figured out how to get the most out of it through kind of hacking this algorithm. And we said, no, quite the opposite. It's not so much that we're hacking the algorithm and teaching you ways around it, but more so it's how to play the game. Here's the rules and here's how you can operate within the rules to have the highest amount of success. And I think that algorithm as well as the human behavioral elements are really what the biggest draw are for our audience, just to understand and perform better. You bring up a very valid point because on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everybody's trying to hack the algorithm to kind of artificially boost their presence and what they're doing versus on LinkedIn, we're trying to teach the audience why they should be on LinkedIn and how they should be taking advantage of that. But what's interesting is that there are some key elements of the algorithm that it's important for us to understand that these algorithms can cause problems. These algorithms can be an important distraction and we need to make sure that we're paying attention to them because Mm -hmm. Many people have seen Social Dilemma, uh, different from the Social Network, which was the Facebook uh, movie. Social Dilemma is the Netflix series. uh, Yeah, talking about basically how we're all being manipulated. We're all being deeply manipulated by these algorithms. And 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 there is worry with Elon Musk purchasing Twitter that he will use these algorithms to further amplify or use them in, in a way that isn't beneficial. Not that Elon's doing something that's not beneficial, but these algorithms to some degree are not beneficial. About 10 years ago is when it changed. Uh, 10 years ago, when you would use your social media, you got your content like a fire hose in chronological order. Right. It, whatever came out, just came out as it came. But, But not anymore. Now the algorithms are manipulating what you see, what you engage with, and in some ways trying to influence influence that. Now, LinkedIn has its own algorithm doing that. And one of the things that you just pointed out is that 
in our training, we teach people what the algorithm does, what it's looking for, and how it will reward you. Not to have how to get around it. Right. And I got to admit, that's one of the biggest questions we get is, oh, okay, once LinkedIn figures out that we are uh, doing all these things to game the system, won't it change the algorithm? No, no. it's not gaming the system. It is using the system in a way that LinkedIn is trying to reward you. And right. that's very different than it's, the other. It's almost the opposite. If you think about it, like we're not trying to go outside the lines or find the loopholes that then the algorithm will soon close for in excess, but it's let's stick with what they want us to do. Let's stay in the middle of the road, right inside the realm of appropriate and what, what they want. Well, that brings up the question, what is the LinkedIn algorithm looking for? You asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. What's the LinkedIn algorithm looking for? I think the quickest way to determine if you're going to please the LinkedIn algorithm is to ask yourself, will my activity generate conversation? We talk a lot about how, and, and it comes down to money, right? It's all about money because Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, they get their money from advertisement primarily. And so the longer you're on the platform, the more money there is. But with LinkedIn, it's about the user experience because people are paying for premium accounts. They're paying for sales navigator and the recruiter. And so LinkedIn is constantly checking to see if you are providing a quality user experience. And doing that means building quality conversations. Now, in the, for so many people, you hear content is king. And you yes. have content marketing and you have content marketing workshops and strategy. And you see people spending all this time on video and here's the perfect graphic. And here we spend all this time on an infographic and, and on LinkedIn, unfortunately we have to teach people, uh, no, it's not necessarily about your content. It's the opposite of everything for every other platform. Yeah. And it's not about the content. You could put out trash content by whatever definition you are using, but as long as it's got people talking, that's quality content. It is. And uh, now let me just do a caveat there. What a lot of people don't realize is that LinkedIn has an army of human editors behind the scenes that are making sure that that content is appropriate according to their rules. But that means, yeah, if you put out something, let's suppose it's full of spelling errors. You put out a text post full of spelling errors and people just ripping into you about the importance of spelling and back and forth and a conversation starts. The grammar Nazis come out full force. You've right? just, you've just enraged them. Guess what? LinkedIn's going to reward that post because you started a conversation. Yes. And they will reward that. But if you put out a post promoting some political agenda or some religious agenda. Or something highly controversial in a way that's inappropriate for business. Yes, for business, then the editors are going to step in and limit the amount of people who see that post. That's why you're not seeing cat videos, not that they're controversial, but they're not really <laughs> pertinent for the LinkedIn platform. You're not seeing a lot of political content. I hear people saying all the time that they feel that LinkedIn is becoming like Facebook. And I have to point out that no, occasionally you'll see a personal post or something, but that's occasionally. Right. You go on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all the time. Well, and today, the only thing that I see on my Facebook right now is the Johnny Depp trial and the Elon Musk Twitter thing. And I don't see any of that on LinkedIn. No, no, because 
that other than the Elon Musk, there's some stuff with the Elon Musk because from a business communication standpoint, people are going to be curious about how that impacts their LinkedIn. So right. But there's no Elon memes on LinkedIn, not no. in the way that there is on my Instagram right now. Yeah, Right. That is not showing up on LinkedIn. Two reasons. One, some people don't feel it's appropriate. And two, LinkedIn editors are making sure that they're keeping the, the feed, the stream clean or pure. Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the stream. And a lot of people don't realize that. Some would accuse them of censorship, but no, they're, they have paying members and they're making sure that those paying members are getting an experience that brings them value. And those mm -hmm. memes don't necessarily bring them value. This is something to think about. What would be some other things that people would be surprised by that they need to pay attention to when it comes to using the algorithm on LinkedIn to their advantage? The biggest shock, I guess, that people get, um, I mean, less is more. That's a big one that people are often thrown Explain by. Explain that. With, again, with Instagram, Twitter, and the like, it is the regularity of content. The more content, the better. With LinkedIn, if you post too often, LinkedIn will kind of dampen the amount of reach that you'll get. Because again, if we go back to that idea that everything that you do on LinkedIn is meant to be around a conversation, you can't have two conversations going at the same time. So if you post six or seven times a day, LinkedIn says that's impossible to host six or seven conversations all at once. And we highly suggest to all of our clients to post once or twice a week, let alone six or seven times a day. And, but I got to admit, so an audience hears that somebody hears you say, look, you only get to use the LinkedIn platform once or twice a week. And so they're like, okay, but I need to get more, I need to participate. Right. Where's my reach? Yeah. I can't only do it once or twice a week. And so what do we tell them? you have to comment. Commenting is the single most impactful thing you can do on LinkedIn. If you never posted again and you spent 15 minutes a day leaving two or three comments on other people's posts, talking about topics that you're familiar with, you're the expert on, you have something to say about, you will continue to see increased growth in the number of profile views, people coming to look at you in the number of connection requests and the number of sales opportunities. If you never posted again, because commenting has no limit commenting. There's no damper. There's no limit to the amount of comments that are accessible from you to your network. And that yes. I think is the biggest shift in mindset that people need to have when approaching LinkedIn. And this is a big challenge for marketing people because marketing people want to create the videos. They want to create the pretty content. They want you to pump it out on a daily basis. They want you just to more, 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 and they can't scale. They can't manipulate. They can't core dump comments. Yeah. They need individuals to take the initiative to go leave comments. And that becomes very frustrating for marketing people who are trying to use the LinkedIn platform to get their message out. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, I mean, to, I, I use the analogy that it's right. You can do it Arnold Schwarzenegger style. You can show up and just blast content out, right? You're just, it's, it's chaos. You're out there <laughs> <laughs> crazy. 
And well, yeah, you probably will get the guy, but you've torn up your house in the meantime. Everything's a mess. You probably shot somebody you didn't mean to. And, and it's just chaotic. But if you go about your marketing on LinkedIn, like Jason Bourne, where you, you plan it out ahead of time, right? You've got, you're on the roof, you know, your target, you understand your line of sight. You're up there. It's a single shot. You're in and out. It's more work ahead of time to organize something that's so directive and so poignant, but the impact that you get is so much more effective instead of just wildly throwing content out into the universe. You decide who your market is. You figure out who on the team you need to get involved and you do it as a plan, Jason Bourne style in and out. It's done. You've made the impact. You've got the job done. We need to have a, uh, we have to have that go out to the newsletter. We've got 65,000 subscribers on our newsletter. We've got to have that go out. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Jason Bourne, your LinkedIn profile. Yep. Jason Bourne versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. And here's the thing. Just a few minutes ago, before we started this podcast, I went into the house. My office for many people don't who do know is a, a tent in my backyard for the last two years. I've been in a tent. People are like, what? But I went into the house briefly because it was, I had to take a break, get something to drink. And my wife's office is, is in the house. And so I, she had her door shut. And so I walked in and you know, when you catch your kid doing something that they shouldn't be doing when it's too face, quiet and you got to go check on them. And so as I walked in, my wife's like, Hey, and it was a little guilty face, much, a little too much energy. <laughs> and I said, what are you doing? She's like, nothing. What are you talking about? What, why? I said, you have a look on your face that I just caught you doing something you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I turned around and she has a 50 inch TV in her office. And what are you watching? She had a movie on instead of working. She was sitting in front of her computer, but the movie, the movie was The Expendables 2. <laughs> okay, so you bring up the Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Every single action. Great Jason Statham. Right. Everybody. everybody. And it was Love the it. scene where they crash the compound and they've got 50 calibers firing off and grenade launchers. And it's messy. They, they are. It's a it's a Twitter attack. It's messy. And if you're a marketing professional going at it like the expendables, yes, you're going to have some collateral damage come some collateral damage on linkedin and you need to be it needs to be less expendables and more oceans 11 right because you got to sit around every single person has a job every single person knows their job and it's all planned beforehand yes the execution comes off flawlessly and you get george clooney and it's wonderful but it's all about the pre-planning when it comes to linkedin figure out one person to post Figure out which executives are going to be on board. Who's going to put out this message? What's their angle? Where can you get a team together to support them? It's all about the pre-work. Yep, that's exactly so that's, it. That's my biggest takeaway is Ocean's Eleven and Jason Bourne. Ocean's Eleven and Jason's Bourne is how you should be approaching your LinkedIn. Uh, I'm looking for your uh, post on LinkedIn about using that comparison. Maybe we'll oh. put it in the newsletter. Put it in posted. the newsletter for Bliss Point. Yeah, here's how, you know. Jason Bourne and Ocean's Eleven versus The Expendables and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Well, this has been great. I know that our audience hears us present and we teach to so many uh, salespeople and executives around the world. 
we remind them of this over and over, but it's good to kind of talk about it again in words and ideas that they can understand. But if there's one piece of advice we have, Lee and I have for those listening, if you want to build a brand, if you want to build influence, if you are changing jobs, if you're trying to get a job, if you're trying to get a prospect, you're trying to open up a new account, anything, here's a piece of advice that we're going to give you. First of all, 100% of your prospects, customers, and partners have LinkedIn accounts. That is not true for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They're not all on those platforms, but they're all on LinkedIn. And we would encourage you over the next seven days after listening to this episode, go and leave 10 comments on 10 different posts, two yes. a day over five days. We guarantee you'll see a 100 to 300% increase in the number of people looking at your LinkedIn profile, simply because you followed that strategy, mm -hmm. brand building, contacts, engagement, opening everything. doors of opportunity, everything is commenting on LinkedIn. We can't emphasize it enough. That would be the one call to action we would make. The other call to action is go follow our hashtag on LinkedIn, digital first leadership, hashtag digital first leadership. For all the content. All of our content. You and can leave can, 10 comments on all of our content. Easy. They, done. Can, do, they can do that, but uh, just go find people to comment on. And we would encourage you to follow us and connect with us on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening. And uh, we appreciate this uh, opportunity for to share some insights with you as you've shared a little bit of your time with us. Thanks for listening. Take care. You've been listening to Digital First Leadership, the podcast where you learn to leverage and build your expertise on digital platforms. For more valuable tips on mastering the language of social media, subscribe to our newsletter at blisspointconsult.com. If you'd like to stay in touch, feel free to add Richard on LinkedIn and join the conversation.